full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan hey what's going on everybody eric franson here with you aj has other duties this evening so just me so bear with me uh as we try to make the most sense of what's going on in sports today. Uh, certainly a big night tonight in the spectrum, a doubleheader for both the men and women's basketball programs as they uh, tip off the 2021-2022 basketball season for both teams. Doubleheader in the spectrum. Uh, USU women take on Westminster at 5, and the men take on UC Davis at 7.30. So that means... On our sister station on KVNU, KVNU game day will start at 6.30 with Al Lewis and Jalen Moore getting ready for UC Davis. Uh, Aggies versus Aggies. Uh, seems like we just had that this weekend, so a little bit more of it. Uh, so anyway, we'll they'll do a great job breaking it down, given the insights and history of uh, the, the two programs facing each other. And uh, the Ryan Odom era officially underway tonight. Yes, there was the exhibition game. He's been on campus for several months, but uh, officially goes in the books today. And so we, uh, he met with the media yesterday. We'll hear some of his comments next hour. We'll get into more of that uh, next hour and give a little bit more of a preview of UC Davis and Utah State uh, with his comments. Uh, we do have some things that, that we didn't get to yesterday from Blake Anderson and from the players uh, from a football perspective, so we'll make sure we hit that today. Uh, wild night last night on Monday Night Football. Some controversy with, uh, was it a fumble? Was it not a fumble? Should it have been called taunting? Should it not be called taunting? Uh, down to the wire uh, finish. So pretty exciting game in uh, against two teams that otherwise a lot of people have overlooked. Uh, for their records, but um, uh, anyway, still pretty exciting. So the NFL weekend is now complete, so we can look back on that and uh, recap some of the games and scores and standings in the NFL. And also coming up next hour, the college football playoff rankings will be released for the second time. Uh, Will Cincinnati be punished for narrowly defeating Tulsa? Uh, Where does Michigan State, how far do they fall? So who else comes into the top four? Who gets moved out? Will a uh, two-loss team potentially sneak in and and find a way in? So uh, what about the Mountain West? Had two schools in the uh, top 25 last week in the college football playoff poll. Unlikely to see two in it this week. So uh, And if so, who, who does get in? So anyway, that's all coming up. And as always, we love to hear your thoughts, your takes, your questions on what's going on in sports on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. In fact, I'm going to do this right now. I have a four-pack of tickets 
to the Utah State men's basketball game tonight against UC Davis. If you can use these tonight, now I don't want you participating if uh, you can't go, uh, but if you can go, and here's the other thing, you have to be able to use them tonight, and you have to be able to come pick them up here at the old radio ranch by 5 o'clock this afternoon. So I'm giving away a four-pack of tickets right now on our Guild Mortgage text line, and here's uh, here's what we need to do. Um, I want you to to text in. Here's the number, 435-339-0321. And um, let's see. Let, let's say name a starter from last year who will be a starter this year for Utah State men's basketball. Who is a returning starter for the USU Aggies? If you can correctly identify a returning starter and you could use four tickets for tonight's game and can come pick them up before 5 o'clock. I know that's a lot of uh, qualifications there, but if you can uh, correctly identify a returning starter, if you can uh, use them tonight and get them before 5 o'clock, I've got four tickets to, uh, to give away to tonight's matchup. Uh, and just like that, the Guild Mortgage text line lights up like a Christmas tree. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome, uh, which means, unfortunately, we've got a lot of uh, people replying. It means somebody's not going to win. Uh, but the first one to reply, 86, Justin Bean, is correct. Very good, 3886. Swing by and uh, pick these tickets up, 810 West, 200 North. And we've got four tickets for you to go see Utah State and uh, UC Davis tonight. Uh, stay tuned here in just a few minutes. I may have I may have more tickets to give away. So uh, there's several others who did text in. Sadly, 3886 was quickest on the draw. Um, but uh, stay tuned. There, there may be some more opportunities to win tickets for tonight's game. Utah State and UC Davis, the first game of the Ryan Odom era. So stay tuned. Don't, don't, uh, don't be too sad that you didn't get in because there still may be another chance. Um, so yes, uh, Justin Bean, Brock Miller, is another one. Uh, the other thing that uh, some of the big questions for this team as this new era begins, um, you know, how is this new unit going to look together? Uh, what will the rotations look like? I, I think it's pretty safe to say. And it should be safe to say we feel pretty comfortable and confident in the starting unit for Utah State men's basketball. But what does the rotations look like? Who's the sixth man off the bench? What's the what's the center position look like with depth and health? A uh, lot of depth at guard play. But what about shooting guard? Who backs up Brock Miller? And if Brock Miller's back isn't good, uh, if he can't play extended minutes. Know who comes in and uh, takes that role. So, a few little questions here and there. I, I think we saw some of those answers in the exhibition game, but hard to really tell and get a, an honest gauge in an exhibition game. But um, as as this game is going to be tipping off tonight, what are some of your questions that you hope to see answered tonight in the season opener in the Spectrum? 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. 
what questions do you have about USU basketball as a new season officially gets underway tonight? Uh, for me, it's uh, probably the biggest is you can't replace Namiya Keda, such a in- incredibly impactful player. But can somebody you know, handle the defensive side of things and uh, protect the rim? I-, I don't know that the Aggies necessarily need a lot of offense out of their center position, but um, it would be it's always a benefit if you've got a, somebody on that low post who can score. Um, so I, I think for me, those are my biggest questions are tied to that low post, uh, five, seven, eight, eight texts in, uh, points in the paint. Yeah, that's it. That'll be interesting to see how this plays out tonight. Uh, this UC Davis team, we'll find out more about them next hour when we hear a lot of comments from Ryan Odom, but, uh, this is a team that does have some size in the post, but their strength is in their guard line. Um, they play fast, they play aggressive, uh, but they've got some good guards. So it's going to put some pressure on USU's guard line. But, uh, yeah, how does Utah State do handling po- uh, points in the paint, both both in how they score and how they defend? Um, I-, I love Justin Bean and his ability to grab rebounds and, and to defend. Um, Horvath, you know, what is he like as a defender in the low post? Sometimes he's not always in the post. He's drawn out uh, to have his uh, offense as a shooter. So um, you know, Trevin Dorius looks like he is going to be available tonight. Uh, not exactly sure how many minutes he'll be able to play, but he has been cleared after having uh, some injuries and a, an offseason uh, surgery. So he looks like he should be good to go. From all counts, it looks like there should be a full roster available to Coach Ryan Odom and his staff tonight, but um, uh, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. So, uh, again, throughout the show, I'd love to get your thoughts. What uh, what what questions do you hope to get answered on the season opener, the home opener tonight against UC Davis of this new look Utah State men's basketball team? A lot of new faces, a new coaching staff, but there are some familiar holdovers that uh, can continue this string of ex- uh, excellence. Really, at Utah State. Basketball has been able to reignite uh, over the last few years, and can that uh, continue under Coach Ryan Odom? Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Our our second, I have another uh, four pack of tickets to give away. Um, and here's what we're going to do: uh, name the the newcomer you're most excited to see tonight in an Aggie uniform. Four three five. Three three nine zero three two one. First person who can text in again. You have to be able to use the tickets and be able to pick them up before five o'clock this afternoon here at the old Radio Ranch at eight ten West two hundred North in Logan. If you can, the first one to tell me who you're most excited to see a new Aggie player. Which Aggie player? New Aggie player? Are you most excited to see tonight? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. First person to text in that actually says a new Aggie player. Uh, I'll give you another set of. I'm giving away another set of tickets. Four tickets for tonight's matchup for uh, Utah State versus UC Davis. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. So again, 
appreciate the comments that came in off of our first uh, group of tickets about uh, a, a, a returning starter. And now I want to know who, which newcomer are you most excited to see tonight. Uh, and uh, 2945, the first one to text in, uh, Rylan Jones, uh, most excited, the newcomer, most excited to see play uh, tonight. Um, and uh, 5788 texted in and said uh, Brenchley, but unfortunately 2945 got in first. Um, I think that we're we're going to see more of Jones than we will of Brenchley. I, I don't really know how much of Brenchley we will see tonight, um, but I think odds are that we'll see a lot more of Ryan Jones. But uh, two nine four five, thank you, congratulations, you're the first one in. So I uh, got a four pack of tickets to three eight eight six, and then another four pack to two nine four five for. Uh, chiming in and giving me your thoughts about Utah State basketball as they're getting ready to go. So thanks for tuning in. Rewards for those who uh, react quickly on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, but if you, even if you didn't win uh, or have a chance to win, I would still like to know that. Um, continue to get your thoughts on that. Like who, who are you most excited to see tonight in an Aggie uniform? I know we kind of we got the sneak preview against Montana Western, but it didn't really mean much. It wasn't really against a, a, a quality opponent, but um, but this this game now means something. And based on the the preview you got last time a few weeks ago, who are you most excited to see tonight for Utah State in their uh, in their USU debut? Uh, Rylan Jones, Brenchley was another one. Uh, for me, uh, I, I think it's. I'm going to go with Horvath uh, to see what Horvath does at that center position. He, he's kind of that hybrid center slash power forward in how he plays the game because he can draw opponents out. I think he's got multiple abilities, um, pass, shoot, dribble, defend. So I think that he brings a lot of elements to Utah State offensively that I'd love to see how he gets utilized. And certainly he's very familiar with Coach Odom. And how he likes to run the offense, and so that'll be fun to see how uh, how he gets used in the offense and the defense for Coach Odom. Certainly, I think that would go with uh, uh, R.J. Adelrock too, and uh, having that familiarity, his skill set, what he can do, uh, and uh, just they know what Coach Odom wants to do, how he wants it done, and so how I think they play a significant role and how Utah State will roll things out this uh, later tonight in the spectrum. But uh, anybody else that you're interested to see play tonight uh, or uh, think should have an important role tonight based on the matchup, love to get your comments on that, 435-339-0321. I think that uh, Rylan Jones certainly is definitely up there for me, just where he, he started his high school career in Logan. Uh, it certainly has connections to uh, Utah State where his father was an assistant coach for many years. And uh, I, not just that history and that connection, but I think that based on who they're playing tonight, I think he'll play a very large role in the, the, the good and experienced guard play that UC Davis will be throwing at uh, Utah State. 9315 chimes in. I want to see someone that plays like a sharpshooter tonight. Ooh, I like that. Um, is that Brock Miller? 
And if not Brock Miller, then who? Like, I think it's pretty easy for a lot of us to automatically go to Brock Miller when we think of who's your outside shooting specialist. But who else is the outside shooting specialist on this roster? If Brock Miller has to sit out, if he's because, you know, just to take a break, or if he's got an injury, or the matchup's not working out, who else is that guy that can step in and be that? Outside sharpshooter. Is it Ashworth? Um, is it Max Shulga? Is it Barristow? I think that's a it's a big question. Uh Brenchley potentially could be that guy. Um, but uh yeah, that's a really, really good question. Who's gonna be that that sharpshooter on the perimeter? Uh four zero eight six chiming in. I'm excited to see if Coach Odom wears his suit and tie. Remember last year in COVID season, all the coaches wore their jogging suits? Seriously, though, I'm anxious to see if we can all uh, gel together as a team. Will number 20 for the Aggies play? I'm excited to see Norbert and uh, Ryland Jones play as well. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the attire, what's expected for coaches on the sidelines, um, fair, fair point, fair question. Um, <laughs> what will that... Um, what will that attire be? Will they be more casual uh, or will they be a little bit more formal in uh, how things used to always be? Certainly, we went a lot more lax with a few things uh, the last two years, but uh, I don't know if it'll change uh, coming up this year uh, or not. Uh, and see, wanted to see number 20, you said. Um, who's number 20? I got to be honest, I'm looking at the roster right now and I don't see who number 20 is, unless you're talking about the UC Davis Aggies. I forget about that. There's Aggies versus Aggies. Um, not sure. So uh, number 20 for the Utah State Aggies. I don't know who that is as I'm looking at the roster, trying to jog my memory there. Uh, 2945, my buddy John's going to pick the tickets up for me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Go Aggies. All right. As long as your buddy John knows the full your, your full phone number, that will be the identifier. So make sure your buddy John knows your full phone number. And uh, that's how we'll know how to give him, hand it out uh, correctly. So uh, that's how we correctly identify who comes to pick up these uh, these tickets. Uh, 6211, we need points in the paint. Bean did a good job getting some inside shots versus Montana Western. Horvath got to the rim a lot, but he needs to do a better job of finishing at the rim. I don't remember seeing Barstow play versus Montana. Is he available? Uh, to my knowledge, he is. Um, uh, you know, I'm actually I'm not entirely sure. To be, you're uh, you're right. There was an issue there, uh, a health issue. I I'm not sure if he's cleared to play for tonight. Um, it might we've. We got a bunch of audio from Coach Odom coming up next hour. I can't. I'm trying to remember now if he addressed that. Um, shoot, I don't remember. We'll find out together. I'm not entirely sure. Four zero eight six. I wonder if it's Coach Odom's son, uh, number twenty. Uh, if it is, he's not eligible. Coach Odom's son is not eligible to play because he's a transfer, so he's not eligible right now to play for the Aggies. So maybe. Uh, because he, that would explain why he's not um, on the roster that I'm looking at either. 
Uh, no, Connor Odom, he is number 14. So he is on the roster that I'm looking at. Uh, Norbert Thellison is number 21. I don't know if that's who you're thinking of, but sorry, I need a little bit of help there. Not sure who number 20 is for the Aggies. Um, so, anyway, some really good thoughts about what you want to see tonight for Utah State. Uh, and I'd love to continue to get that. Like, what what are the keys for you? Uh, after you saw them in the exhibition, you know, they've had a couple of weeks to play or to practice. Um, and uh, what does this team need to do uh, to uh, make sure they secure the win tonight? Some of the things that uh, we've already discussed, points in the paint, how well they handle um, you know, ag- aggressive guards. I think that could be a really big key too. And then who's who's going to be your sharpshooter outside of Brock Miller? Uh, or is there one? Um, and would we consider Stephen Ashworth as a sharpshooter? I think he's I think he's got the uh, um, the the mental attitude to to do that and be that kind of a guy. He's got that confidence to shoot. But will he have that green light and will he be able to create space to to do that? So. Uh, or who else would be a potential to do that? Uh, more of from Coach Odom, more of Utah State and UC Davis uh, coming up uh, a little bit here on the show. Uh, we'll get uh, also the weekend that was in the NFL after that crazy Monday night game. And uh, taunting in the NFL. Do you agree with uh, how the league is calling it? Um, is it should be enforced or should we roll it back and allow a little bit more? Love to get your thoughts on that. Utah Jazz play tonight, the showdown with the Hawks. And uh, the Hawks coming off of a, a game last night in which they allowed Steph Curry to go nuclear on them and put up 50 points. Uh, we'll get into uh, the, the Jazz and some other really interesting and intriguing games in the NBA. I uh, had kind of a hockey fight situation going on almost at the very uh, aggressive ending of the uh, Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat, and so we'll get into some of the exciting things that happened in the NBA last night as well. So a lot more on the schedule here on the Full Court Press as well as the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. It's all coming up, and love to get your thoughts as well on our Guild Mortgage Sex line, 435-339-0321. Residents in the southern part of Cache Valley may notice areas of smoke today as fire crews are clearing dead timber in southern Cache County. Smoke will be coming from prescribed burns taking place in Green Canyon, east of Paradise, and near Ant Flat Road. Cache County Fire Marshal Jason Wynn said state fire personnel are burning several slash piles in the area. The fire should not prohibit any closures. Wynn said that smoke may be visible in the southern part of Cache Valley while the prescribed burns take place. Firefighters will be on site through the entire operation, and residents don't need to contact 911. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. I pay for streaming video, then the cloud storage, then streaming audio. Where does it end? It ended up being a lot every month. This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope. For millions of people, there's radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month, radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want, when you want it, for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connections required. Here's my card number. It's 7354... Shh! Don't speak. When you listen to local radio, you'll never need that. <laughs> this, this is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diming syndrome. <laughs> 
Oh, I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. Not sure what to give for a holiday gift? How about a gift card to Beehive Pub and Grill? Receive a free gelato with a $25 gift card purchase or a free burger or sandwich of your choice with a $50 gift card purchase. Your friends will love you even more when they receive their Beehive gift card. Corporate promotions are also available. Open 11 to 9 weekdays and 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Beehive Pub and Grill is perfect for the holidays. Daryl's Appliance is hosting their 51st annual fall sale. Their biggest sale of the year. Saturday from 10 to 6. Get Black Friday pricing now. Plus, when you buy more, you save more. Up to $500 extra on select purchases. Save 30 to 50% off scratch and dead appliances and enter to win a freezer. Financing available. Plus, you get their service backing up every sale. Listen for a live radio broadcast Saturday from 10 to 1. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Please note, high-risk individuals may shop from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Colonel. Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here and uh, flying solo for two hours. A lot of different things to get through, though. Utah State basketball tipping off the 21-22 season against UC Davis. Women start their season against Westminster tonight. That's at 5. The men play at 7.30, part of a doubleheader which uh, I think is great. I think they ought to do that more often if possible. I know it's hard to do because usually when your your men's team are at home, usually your women are on the road. But um, it's, uh, I think it's cool if they can do that a little bit more often. Help. I think that would help grow the fan base for USU women's basketball um, if if it's yeah going to be exciting and, and fun for the fans, which we hope it will be. I know it's they had a, <laughs> had a rough year last year doing that. A um, couple other things that have come through on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, it's uh, number 20. So it looked like a 12-year-old. This is from 4086. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, still this mystery about who number 20 is for Utah State. Uh, also, I know some conferences are allowed to wear jogging suits and casual stuff when they coach this year. I think it was either the ACC or SEC. Could be. Uh, certainly, we've seen that um, 
trend shift in the NBA. It started in the bubble, and then they're like, you know, why do we have to wear suits all the time? And uh, uh, that started happening with the players, allowing them to wear crazy outfits on the sidelines. Used to have to always have a shirt and tie or suit, and then that, uh, you know, fashionistas started pushing the boundaries of why that needed to be a standard, and uh, that started back in David Stern's day. Then that changed, and so now the uh, NBA coaches definitely a, a different standard now. But uh, as long as they all look the same, I guess that's the standard. As as long as the coaches look uniform in how they're dressed, uh, whether it's you know, skinny jeans or skinny pants like Quinn Snyder always likes to wear or uh, something else. It doesn't always have to be a shirt and a tie and a full suit. So um, what, how Coach Odom's going to do that, I don't know. I'm uh, not sure. Uh, when it comes to uh, to games at Utah State. My guess is that he's a shirt and tie guy, but I don't know. Uh, we'll find out tonight together, starting at 730. Uh, 4086 also adds, if we dress the way at uh, church, we'll be kicked out. If we dress that way at church, we'll be kicked out. Um, yeah, true, uh, I guess. I Well, I don't know. I don't know what church you go to, but I don't know why. Someone would get kicked out if they were dressed like that, but um, yeah, this this the spectrum is a you know a, a holy sanctuary of basketball. There's been a lot of great things that have happened there, um, but uh, if it is, then wouldn't wouldn't uh, the head coach be kind of the uh, whatever religious symbol you want to uh, attach to him as like the main person there? Uh, uh, so anyways, four zero eight six. I'm kidding, Eric. I know, I know it was just in jest. Um, thanks for playing along, but yeah, I don't know what they're going to play or how, what they're going to wear, what the attire is. Craig Smith, um, certainly, uh, wasn't always in the, the shirt and tie. Uh, sometimes he did have the, the dress shirt, but not the tie. Um, but, uh, as long as it looks professional, uh, not, like you just rolled out of, uh, you know, an '80s, you know, mob movie with uh, you're not the main mob guy. You're, you know, one of the the lackeys that's just wearing the the joggers all the time. That uh, I've seen some people wearing. Um, so look professional, look nice. I don't think it really matters. Six eight zero four. Anything is better than recent Greg Popovich selections. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. Six eight zero four, uh, four zero eight six. My guess would be a suit and tie. Um, my guess of Ryan Odom would would be. I, I don't know if he'll go full suit and tie, but my inclination is that that's what he will do. But I don't know. It's a good question. Does it matter? Uh, how much do we care about what how the coach looks on the sideline? If you see a coach dressed pretty casually, does that change your attitude about um, how they approach the game? Um, I mean, I'll be honest. Looking at uh, some of the people that we've seen coach in these when they was allowed to be more casual uh, makes me wonder just how seriously they, they take it. I know it's it has nothing to do with their basketball knowledge, but um, I don't know. 
I prefer the professional look on the sidelines. Take your job seriously. Is that too hard to ask? Uh, look like you take it seriously. Uh, 4086, uh, do you see Blake Anderson in suit and tie? No. That's a fair point. You know, there are some college football coaches who do that. Now, they're very rare breeds. Um, but um, yeah, college football, that's hasn't been a thing for a very, very long time. Is it because they're outside? They're outdoors? Is it because of uh, the conditions of, of the sport? Well, maybe. But it seems like for basketball, there's always been this standard that it's you know shirt and tie is, if not full suit, if you can ditch the sport jacket but keep the shirt and tie on. But uh, that seems to be a, a dying trend. Uh, I, I think we're shifting more and more to the it's okay to be a little more casual. But still, be presentable. I don't like the joggers. I think that looks like you're just lazy and you didn't you just went from practice to the game. Um, look like you're taking your job seriously. Uh, 4086, what about a mock turtleneck? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, was that um, you, Stacy? that always had the turtleneck or the mock turtleneck? Uh, always. Yes, that was definitely his uh, favorite uh, attire, if I remember correctly. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... <laughs> the mock turtleneck. Yes, it's okay if that doesn't return. If that uh, fashion trend goes away, I'm okay with that. Uh, hey, let's do this. Actually, we're going to – I know there's no AJ here, and so it's very one-sided as to what my opinion is on the player of the week or the, the stat that blew my mind. Um, so I, I get to uh, control uh, and at least give my – perspective on that um and uh aj can't really weigh in on it but we'll we'll take a quick time out here on the full court press and we'll come back uh the the stat that blew my mind we only get one of those instead of two and then who i think was uh, a, a player who really stood out and i'll be honest i've had a really hard time with this one i might have to recognize two you might get two players of the week anyway even though it's just coming from me but um one that at a professional level, is just, wow, amazing. And then another one at the collegiate level that absolutely deserves even more recognition than what he's already gotten. So uh, take a quick time out here in the Full Court Press. We'll get into that, who the, who the player that stood out to us and, and the uh, uh, stat that kind of blew our, blew our mind. Next hour, we'll have a lot more uh, from Ryan Odom getting ready for Utah State at UC Davis. We'd still love to get your, your texts in about what you're looking for tonight. If there's a certain position, position group, or a spot on the court, a style that you're really looking for that um, you're going to be keenly paying attention to tonight, we'd love to get your thoughts on that as Utah State opens the season against UC Davis tonight. Uh, pre-game coverage on uh, KVNU starting at 6.30, tip-off at 7.30 because of the Jazz um, we will not be doing that. Uh, we won't be simulcasting the pregame here on the fan. But um, anyways, that's uh, how you can find out a little bit more detail and history of this uh, matchup of Aggies later on this evening. So quick time out here in the Full Court Press and more coming up on the other side in three minutes.
The holidays bring family, friends and parties and more. How important is it to you to know that your house is sparkling clean this holiday season? Trust ChemDry of Northern Utah's hot carbonating extraction process to ensure your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family gatherings this season. From carpets to hardwood floors to furniture and even granite countertops for baking. This is Daryl with Northern Utah ChemDry. Call us for some amazing holiday deals and happy Thanksgiving. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and fancy key bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex Razors and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. The Logan Holiday Gift Show at the Riverwoods Conference Center is Friday and Saturday, November 12th and 13th. The perfect place to kick off your holiday shopping. Your entire family will love the hundreds of ideas and wonderful treats. Clothing, books, jewelry, purses, home and holiday decor, baby items, and so much more. Don't miss Logan's premier holiday gift show. The Logan Holiday Gift Show. Friday and Saturday, November 12th and 13th at the Riverwoods Conference Center. Start your holiday shopping off right. Don't miss it. The Elements Restaurant is serving a plated Thanksgiving dinner this year with all the holiday classics. Herb roasted turkey breast with a sage turkey gravy, garlic whipped potatoes, and whipped sweet potatoes, traditional cornbread stuffing, and delicious warm rolls. And for dessert, choose between pumpkin pie, pecan pie, or apple pie galette. Let the Elements serve your family a delicious Thanksgiving feast while you spend the day enjoying family and friends. Primetime fills up quickly. Reserve online today at theelementsrestaurant.com or call 750-5171. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Pine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut, take two, action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at NoDiabetesByHeart.org. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on a Tuesday. Utah State men's basketball getting the 2021-22 basketball season officially underway tonight. KVNU pregame coverage starting at 6.30 on 6.10 a.m. 102.1 FM, kvnutalk.com and the KVNU mobile app as you're out and about and getting ready to go up to the game. Congratulations to those who participated earlier in the hour. Uh, winning some tickets, giveaway Two sets of uh, uh, four packs 
to go see the Aggies take on the Aggies of UC Davis tonight. Uh, we'll hear a little bit more about them coming up next hour. We'll hear from Coach Ryan Odom as he previews UC Davis and some final thoughts about what his team has done in the lead-up to the regular season. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, on Tuesdays, we always do the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. But first, let's get into the stat. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. All right, the stat that blew my mind is, look, they're not my my favorite team. You all know it's the Utah Jazz, but we do have to recognize when something pretty spectacular is happening. And what the Golden State Warriors are doing right now is pretty spectacular, even considering they don't even have the full complement of players available to them. Clay Thompson, you know, Weissman, they're not even available yet. But here are some of the things about the Golden State Warriors so far. They have the NBA's best record. They're first in net rating. They're first in points. They're first in defense. They're first in threes. They're first in assists. They're third in rebounds, third in steals, third in field goal percentage, second in three-point percentage, second in field goal percentage allowed, and third in three-point percentage allowed. So that's that's amazing. Um, just not just a team that shoots a lot of threes. They're doing a lot of other things that makes it really hard to beat and take them down, as the, the Atlanta Hawks unfortunately found out last night. So I just I, I knew they're off to a good start. I'll be honest, I didn't realize they were. D- playing so well in so many different areas. So that's what blows my mind. Now, that those numbers came out before their game last night. I don't know how many of those would have changed slightly because of uh, the analytics of, of what took place last night, other than maybe things could have worked more in their favor. They beat the Hawks 127-113. to 113. Uh, Steph Curry had 50 points. He had 10 assists. One of the oldest players, I think now actually he is the oldest player in NBA history to achieve that feat, 50 points and 10 assists, uh, surpassing uh, Wilt Chamberlain. He was a plus 31 in the plus minus. He was a perfect 13 of 13 from the free throw line, 9 of 19 from three. 19 three-point attempts. My gosh. But uh, pretty impressive what Golden State's doing, not just offensively and how well they can shoot the three, but doing very well defensively and getting after the uh, uh, the basketball and uh, getting after rebounds. But Poole, I think he's been a huge addition uh, for them, how well he's played night in and night out. Um, but uh, sometimes when you get rolling like this and then all of a sudden you introduce somebody back into it who – that's you know, bringing Clay Thompson into it. Will he be disruptive unintentionally or will it just keep rolling? I don't know. But uh, anyway, that, that was a stat that blew my mind. Now let's get into our player of the week. 
see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game, your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it. Puts a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. Let's go! Okay, like I said, I'm going to cheat here. I'm going to give two Player of the Week recognitions. Uh, first in the NFL, what Lamar Jackson is doing for the Ravens is incredible. Um, he's He may be on pace for another MVP season, especially after what happened with um, uh, the running back situation in, in Tennessee uh, but um, with the Titans. But Lamar Jackson, three passing touchdowns, 100 rushing yards. Look, he's the first quarterback in NFL history to do that more than one time. He did that uh, back in 2019. But in addition to that, he is the first player in NFL history with 2,000 passing yards and 600 rush yards through eight games. If he continues on his current pace, if he doesn't miss games due to injury, if everything continues pretty much as he's been doing through the first eight games, he is on pace for 4,694 yards passing and 1,275 yards rushing. That's incredible, especially at the NFL level. Dude's amazing. He's a gamer. Uh, so I feel like I, I have to give him recognition for what he's doing. It's just incredible. But I normally I'd only give out one player of the week, but I'm going to cheat since IJ's not here to give another one. And the other thing, the other player that needs to be recognized, who absolutely deserves even more credit and recognition than he's already received in these last few days, and that's Devin Tompkins. I mean, how, how do we not recognize this guy? 215 yards. Uh, it, now he's he's tied with James Murphy for ninth most in a single game in school history. Career high tying two touchdowns. Uh, a 22-yarder, a 54-yarder. Uh, he's got eight touchdown catches on the season. Um, his 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 nine catches were all explosives. Think about that. Every catch, excuse me, not every catch, but five of the nine, assumably, the majority of his catches, sorry, the majority of his catches were explosives. That's a, a play of 20 yards or more. He had one of 21. 22, 26, 51, and 54. Uh, he was recognized as the Mountain West Conference Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, it's the second time this season that he's uh, received that recognition. Uh, he was the College Sports Madness Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week on Sunday that he got that recognition as well. Um, first Aggie wide receiver to eclipse 200 yards. Since 2001, with a certain Kevin Curtis, who he is absolutely chasing to be the best wide receiver of all time at Utah State University. So, uh, Devin Tompkins, I mean, as if we didn't think he could top or impress us any more than what he's already done, he finds new ways. Uh, it was a player who stood out to you and what they're able to do this last week. Love to hear about it, 435-339-0321. Also love to hear your thoughts about what you want to see tonight for Utah State in their season and home opener. 
I've had some discussion about dress codes or dress standards from coaches on the sidelines. Uh, 4086 uh, with the mock turtleneck uh, recommendation. I don't know if it's a recommendation. But, yes, it was um, Utah State's uh, former coach. And uh, Bobby Huggins also uh, used to wear those quite regularly. Uh, two, excuse me, eight nine six eight. Uh, maybe I'm too casual, but I'm not too much of a suit person. Um, so uh, wouldn't do casual dress. I even wear clean pressed uh, Levi's to church and funerals. Okay, I like that uh, clean pressed Levi's. I like that. Yeah, look, I I don't think that there has to be a if you're not in a suit you don't take it seriously um but joggers and an oversized you know practice shirt that just come on a sweat outfit doesn't doesn't do it well, let's let's at least try to act like we take the job seriously um i mean it's what we do in our building <laughs> for a lot of our people here if you're going to be out representing uh, at least look professional. Try to present yourself. People take you more seriously if you do that. But I, I'm with you. I don't know that it necessarily has to be a, a cut and dry standard um, shirt and tie or full on uh, suit. But look professional. Look like you take it seriously. Uh, well, how, what's Ryan Owen going to look like? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, I, he strikes me as a guy that's being more of a, a shirt and tie. But I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, yes, we will find out. And it certainly is a very different standard, as it was already pointed out. Uh, football is a wildly different standard than uh, what basketball is. Is that fair? Is it just based on tradition? Is it based on the elements? Is it being because you're outside? Different working conditions play a role? Uh, 2603, kind of along these same lines, Bill Belichick's dress uh, game day is interesting. That's <laughs> to say the least. Uh, think about Popovich kind of pushing the boundaries. But Belichick's been doing that for years. Uh, another quick timeout here in the full court press and some additional thoughts uh, about the big weekend that took place in the uh, NFL. Uh, we had some crazy games last night in the NBA. Utah State is taking on UC Davis coming up later on tonight. It's part of a doubleheader with Utah State men's and women's basketball. Um and uh, the College Football Playoff Committee releases their uh, latest top 25 poll. Will there be any Mountain West schools on that list? Uh, we'll find out together. Coming up next hour here on the Full Court Press. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I gotta tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My Mattress by the new Walmart. If you're thinking about getting engaged this holiday season, Essie Needham Jewelers is the place to shop for your diamond engagement ring. Essie Needham's has the largest selection of wedding rings in the area, including hundreds of styles in platinum, white gold, and yellow gold. We import diamonds direct from Antwerp, Belgium, which enables us to guarantee the best price on diamonds. We also offer the most complete warranty and services of any store in the state. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. 
Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. As a thank you for your trust and support since we opened our doors one year ago, we are excited to host a holiday service featuring a Jay Richards ensemble. We extend a special invite to anyone who is missing a loved one as they celebrate this holiday season. All are invited to attend on Thursday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. with refreshments to follow. Please give us a call or visit whitepinefunerals.com for more information. White Pine Funeral Services Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. It's a heavyweight showdown of the Big Ten East as the Penn State Nittany Lions host the Michigan Wolverines. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Tiki Barber and me for all the action. Can Cade McNamara and the Wolverines keep their postseason hopes alive with a tough road victory? Or will Sean Clifford and the Nittany Lions be too much at Beaver Stadium? If it's college football, it's right here. Saturday morning at 9.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Hey, always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston and Providence Napa Auto Parts stores. Like, how about a 100-piece screwdriver set for $19.99? Maxi Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag for only 8 bucks. Or LED Garage Trilight Bulb for $19.99. You can find these deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. They sponsor the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment coming up here shortly. Uh, crazy night last night in the NBA. Already mentioned that crazy performance by Steph Curry, but we also had a, uh, a wild one between Denver and Miami. This game was in Denver. Jokic had 25 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists. I mean, the guy is having... A crazy season. He had a plus 35, a plus minus of 35. That's an NBA record. No one's come close to that. Shattered it just the other night. I mean, he's building off of his MVP season, but things got testy. Uh, Markeith Morris uh, fouls him at midcourt, kind of a hard foul, turns his back on him. Nikola Jocic comes back and slams his shoulder into him, into into his back. Um. And uh, the Heat have now said that Morris has a neck injury. Um, he, uh, uh, he, Morris did hit the floor pretty hard. Jokic is feeling bad about it, but man, tempers got hot. Um, and the, after the game, the Heat players were trying to get to the locker room of Denver, but security held them out. So. Wow, these two teams will face each other again here in a few weeks. But Jokic brothers getting into it with the Morris uh, brothers on Twitter. So it's been it's turned into quite a circus between uh, Miami and Denver. Uh, Miami they turning into the uh, new bad boys of the NBA. Uh, they they've got a big chip on their shoulder. They play tough. 
as we as the Jazz saw just the other night. All right, stick around. Coming up next hour, we'll hear from Ryan Odom as we get ready for Utah State and UC Davis in the spectrum. More coming up. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Steelers beat the Bears last night in dramatic fashion to improve to 5-3, and three, hitting a late field goal to win it by two. Now Pittsburgh's once again in the playoff conversation. But this isn't your typical Steelers team. They've been winning these close games, usually because of their defense and their running game. Ben Roethlisberger isn't pushing the ball downfield like he used to. He made some clutch throws last night, but he wasn't the star and hasn't been all season long. Rookie running back Najee Harris made a couple of tough runs, and T.J. Watt led a defense with three sacks. Some extremely questionable officiating calls went their way as well. But this year's version of the Steelers doesn't mind winning ugly. They're not going to overpower anyone. They have to find ways to win these close games, usually with their talented defense and a more conservative offense. Takes some getting used to, but that could still be a formula that works for Pittsburgh and results in an AFC playoff spot. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The hottest rookies, the biggest superstars, the all-time greats. There's only one place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards. As the exclusive trading card partner of the NFL and the NFLPA, Panini America utilizes iconic brands like Don Rusk and Contenders, delivering instant classic trading cards of the most popular players. For autograph cards, memorabilia, rare inserts, and rookie cards, there's something for everyone in Panini America packs. Start or continue your collection today at PaniniAmerica.net. Aging can make it tough to lose weight and keep it off. That's why I want to tell you about the new M-Drive Lean, the first-of-its-kind protein powder formulated with Morosil, a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports weight loss. Visit mdrivedan.com, try it for yourself. They offer free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose except for maybe some pounds. Lose weight, feel good. M-Drive Lean. Don't let age beat you. mdrivedan.com, that's mdrive. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic 530 Motor Oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 Engine Oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Jim Bridger here. Of course I've got skis and boots. The best leather boots and Aspen skis a pelt can buy. Don't ski on old equipment. Al Sporting Goods has new ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now and bring them back in May. Youth ski or snowboard rental only $89. Adult ski or snowboard rentals only $109. And right now with every season ski rental receive a free pass to Cherry Peak Resort. Don't wait. $89 and $109 ski season rental prices end soon. New ski equipment at Al's. Yeah, I heard you. I'm old, not stupid. I'm on my way. The home for Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan. 1069 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Fox Sports. And here's what you need to know. According to John Wilner, Pac-12 reporter, the Cal-USC football game scheduled for this Saturday is not going to happen due to a COVID-19 situation inside the Bears program. The team is 99% vaccinated. The Bears, according to reports, have reached out to the conference about rescheduling. A former Cal Bear in quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who, of course, contracted COVID-19, which kept him out of Sunday's game and jeopardizes his status for playing this week, went on the Pat McAfee show today and explained the heat he's getting from 
you know, telling the media he was immunized to coronavirus when he was unvaccinated. And here is what Rogers said, quote, so I just want to start off the show acknowledging that I made some comments that might have felt were misleading to anybody who felt misled by those comments. I take full responsibility for those comments. Close quote. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 106.9 fm 1390 am the fan hey what's up everybody eric franson here with you on a kind of chilly rainy wet tuesday but i uh, love the rain we'll take it we'll take the moisture and uh, will it be raining threes Tonight in the spectrum, uh, we'll see what this new coaching staff uh, does with this uh, this new look Aggie team for Utah State as they tip off against UC Davis tonight at seven thirty. We'll pregame coverage on our sister station KVNU starting at six thirty, uh, and with Al Lewis and Jalen Moore, always great perspective from them. Just the history of the game, being in the middle of the game and some of these matchups. And uh, you don't want to miss that on your way to the Spectrum. If by chance you can't make it, uh, you can see the game on the Mountain West Network. That's online. Uh, But one of the things that we've been talking about and getting some feedback from over the last hour is uh, what what will Coach Ryan Odom uh, be wearing? Uh, How will he be dressed? Uh, Now, we've seen standards definitely change with what coaches wear on the sidelines. We've seen this shift in the NBA, and we've been seeing it change at the collegiate level uh, also. And it hasn't been necessarily a hard and fast rule, as uh, we've noted. Others have noted Larry Eustacey was uh, wearing mock turtlenecks 20 years ago, but um, 25 years ago. Uh, but uh, but certainly it's been a lot more casual over the last uh, few seasons. And uh, what, what will this coaching staff look like? Uh, how will they approach it? And does that change your opinion of how they – uh, you know, approach the game. Period. Uh, if somebody's rolling out there in in joggers and uh, kind of a casual looking shirt, does that change your opinion if they don't take the game that seriously, or do they need to be full on three piece suit tie the works uh, to take them seriously? I, I I'm of the opinion that they don't necessarily need to be slacks, dress shirt, tie, you know, a jacket. I don't know that they necessarily need all of that, but they do need to look professional. Uh, we've we've seen some take this to far too extremes. As was noted in the football world, Bill Belichick, I don't know, the guy looks like he crawled out from underneath a, a dumpster the day before um, and found whatever he could find that was left over to dress himself. Uh, Greg Popovich is definitely going very casual uh, these days. And look... I don't care for that. I think that you should at least look like you respect the game and you're coming dressed to be a professional at what you do. So 
Uh, Ryan Odom era begins tonight. How will he look on the sidelines? And how much does that reflect on how he approaches the game? I don't know that we can take that too far, but it is a curiosity. Uh, 5253 weighing in on our Guild Mortgage text line. Slacks and polo minimum. Business casual at least. Show you take the job seriously and are worth the respect the university and the kids on the team give you. Joggers and t-shirts belong at the high school level at most. I, I would. They don't even belong at the high school level. They belong on the practice court, in my opinion. Uh, nowhere beyond that. If you anybody shows up in joggers for a game that's meaningful, that goes on your record books, that's embarrassing. My two cents. Uh, Six eight nine one on our Guild Mortgage text line. In my opinion, uh, cares with what he wears. Uh, it's all about the results on the court. Um. Yes, that's true. So is that? That uh, no one cares what he wears? Just to clarify there, I think that's kind of what you're getting at. The results on the court, that's ultimately what does matter. That's true. Uh, 8968, just so they wear something, I'm not ready for the rest. <laughs> as long as they're clothed, yes, uh, that would be good. If they you know, try to make a statement otherwise, uh, that would be bad for a lot of us. So yeah, as long as they're clothed. Uh, as long as they have something. Uh, 5338. The Pat Riley appearance should be the minimum standard. Uh, uh, the Pat Riley appearance. Okay. Uh, select hair and all or just the, just the appearance? Uh, 6891. Sorry, I don't care what he wears. Okay, thank you for the clarification. Yeah, don't care what he wears. All about the results on the court. And I get that, but... Um, it's hard to take someone seriously if they're out there in joggers and a t-shirt. Um, at least wear slacks, business casual, polo, uh, look, dress nice, you know, like you take your job seriously. Um, that can't be too much to ask. Uh, so anyway, that's one of the things I guess uh, we'll be paying attention to and watching for tonight as Utah State begins the regular season and starts this new era in the spectrum and uh, Coach Odom, he, he did not address what he was going to wear or how he and his staff would look, but he did address a lot of different things uh, yesterday in the lead-up to the season opener, home opener, against UC Davis. And uh, one of the things that he highlights multiple times is that this team, this UC Davis team, has some aggressive guards and they're quick, and they do have some real experience. Now, this season, we're going to run into that a lot with these super seniors, uh, these extra year of eligibility, uh, and how does that affect different teams? Uh, but for UC Davis, that experience is on their guard line and certainly one of the points of emphasis for Coach Odom and his staff. They're certainly led, you know, by their their guards. Both of their guards are, have started since the day they got on campus. Um, you know, they both score the ball. Uh, one in particular attacks the rim and gets to the basket a ton. The other could shoot it behind the arc really well. He was over forty percent, you know, from three last year. Um, but he also could get to the basket. He's a really tough tough guard. Um, he can also. He's also a uh, you know a steel guy. He was top you know I think 50 in steals last season, um, and and that's part of their DNA as a team. You know they're really good when they're able to to get get um, 
possessions back and get steals for their team. Uh, they're very good in transition, attacking the rim in those situations. And so we, we, we're going to have to be ball tough tomorrow and really take care of the ball um, you know, in order to have the success that we all hope for. Okay, so uh, if Utah State were, were breaking in some new guards, this would be really a matter of uh, concern for Utah State. But I like Utah State's experience and skill level at the guard position to handle what UC Davis is going to throw at him. With the addition of Ryland Jones, with the experience that's already there and coming back, Ashworth coming off the bench, Shulga and Barstow even as multiple ball handlers. Um, how Barstow handles pressure will be an interesting thing this season to watch. How has he grown as a player to be able to handle different situations? Um, but uh, yeah, interesting comments there from Coach Odom. Uh, and, and then, gosh, Again, he just continues. To, this is an ongoing theme for him, but uh, this guard play and the, the the experience of this UC Davis team is definitely worth noting for USU. Got a tough opponent, a uh, really well-coached team. Coach Les is an excellent coach. He's a veteran coach. And, uh, and you know, they've got a veteran team. I think you're going to find that as the year goes on, most teams are veteran teams. You know, this particular season, you know, because of COVID and all the challenges that it brought about, giving uh, you know players extra years and such, I think you will find that there'll be you know some experienced teams out there. Yeah, there are going to be some experienced ones out there. Um, Utah State, not really one of those teams. I mean, really, just a lot of new faces. Um, yes, there's some players that uh, have been in this system for a little while. Uh, Brock Miller and Justin Bean have. Uh, Played a lot of games in Aggie uniforms, but um, but a lot of other new players, new faces uh, on this team. Um, this is uh, this is a, a team for Utah State who had the closed scrimmage. They had the exhibition against Montana Western, and then they haven't had a game for a little while. They didn't do a, a public scrimmage. They didn't do a big kickoff event. So we have this, our ability to see this team has been kind of limited uh, for the public, certainly not for the coaches. And they're, this is a team that's very anxious and very ready to go out and, and play against somebody else for once. We've been able to play against some other opponents, um, but you know, practice is practice. And you know, as you get to this time of year, you know, everybody's just kind of revving to go and raring to go. So. I'm excited for these guys. You know, I talked to them uh, just a second ago as we wrapped up practice and, and just sat, talked about the luncheon that I spoke at today. There's a ton of Aggie fans there, and I just explained to them, these guys, the fans are really excited, and you should be too. So let's get ready. I don't think there's any question about that, and I don't think that this team uh, will, will not be ready. Uh, I, I think there's enough senior and experienced veteran leadership on this team, that they'll be prepared. They'll be ready. They'll be dialed in. Uh, it'll be fun to see the reactions in the spectrum uh, with uh, more people there than perhaps we saw it all of last year. Can get that spectrum magic going again. And uh, it starts tonight. Against a UC Davis team that has, uh, as we've mentioned many times, uh, some really good guards 
and they play fast, they play aggressive, and uh, so ball security is going to be a big, big important aspect of how this game goes tonight for USU. They're tough on defense. I think that's their, like if you had to watch them and say from years past, they could come in and play completely different, you know, year to year, you, you, you know, until you have film of them. We haven't been able to watch them play this particular season so far. But based on what we've seen in the past, their defense is very tough. You know, they'll go for seals. Uh, they're very active and physical off the ball. And so that generates, you know, some transition baskets for them. They do have a really fast point guard. Um, you know, he is, I think it's Mannion. Yeah, I mean, I'm better with numbers, but Mannion is like really, really good at attacking the rim. And he's not afraid to, to, to pass it when it's necessary, but he's an aggressive guard. And so we're going to have to deal with him. They free him up. They do a good job of putting him in spots where he can attack the rim. Um, so yeah, I think I mean, what you'll see tomorrow is they are going to play, uh, you know, a physical style game. They won't back down. Uh, it's a good tough, a good first opponent for us. It'll give us challenges. Doesn't really get much easier for USU uh, over the next uh, little while here as they start to head uh, back east for some different games and what's on the schedule. I'm I'm hearing a lot of really good things about Richmond. And uh, that's going to be a team that's going to give the Aggies some fits. Um, so uh, this is a really good early test uh, for USU um, to kind of see who, who they have and what they are and how quickly they're adopting and understanding what this coaching staff wants out of them. So, uh, again, tip off at 7.30. It is part of a double header, so there's a chance that could be slightly delayed because of the women's game uh, which will be taking place uh, before, which is now underway officially, taking on Westminster. But um, the Aggies uh, get on a plane and are heading back east to Annapolis, Maryland, to face Richmond uh, on, the, on the 12th. Uh, that game is going to be on CBS Sports Network uh, at 4 o'clock our time. So a uh, big, big game, a big turnaround uh, for USU against a really good opponent uh, later this week. So important to get this one and feel good and gain some confidence about where you're at. A couple more texts that have come through on our Guild Mortgage text line, uh, 6891. You're not wrong. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, 9475 texting in. What if it was like baseball and they just wear the same outfit as the players, a.k.a. tank top and basketball shorts? <laughs> uh, you know, I think some coaches could pull that off while others, uh, whew, that would be that would be frightening. Uh, to see some coaches uh, wearing that uh, that combination of attire, uh, yeah, I'm not going to name names, but <clears throat> Bob Huggins. Uh, but that would be a disaster for a lot of us to uh, see that <laughs> combination. Nine three one five. Can one of the assistants pull off the nude look at a key moment in the basketball game for the win? Uh, <laughs> I, will it work for the win? I, as long as it doesn't penalize the team, I think we'll all be penalized uh, for the rest of our lives uh, having watched that or seen that, but certainly <laughs> it'd be a big distraction. Maybe the key free throw moment? Um, yeah, let's uh, let's all hope not, just as long as they're clothed, right? Uh, 8003, nothing says professional, and I am serious about my job, than a tuxedo print T-shirt. <laughs> Ah, tuxedo print T-shirt. Ah, that's good stuff. Thank you, 8003. Love to see that. Wouldn't that be fun? 
one night uh, they all do like different prints. Maybe somebody does like the uh, wolf howling at the moon, uh, cat riding a uh, a space shuttle. Maybe uh, somebody does the uh, the tuxedo print. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Uh, that what message would that send about your coaching staff and how they approach the game? Uh, as long as they win, does it matter? Four three five three three nine zero three two one to <laughs> chime in on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, you guys are great. You're making me laugh. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly, one of our big topics today is what will the coaching staff be wearing on the sidelines, and and how much does that matter? Sorry, I just keep having visions of coaches wearing a, a T-shirt with a tuxedo print on it, and then one of those uh, one of those assistants just randomly at a key moment of the game stripping down naked, uh, and it's just that going to turn the tide of the ball game. Uh, and, uh, as certainly hope that does not ever happen, or seeing coaches wearing the same thing as the players. You know, why is it that? Uh, yeah, the the for baseball they have their I mean they wear the same attire. Uh, but football, it's very casual for them. I mean, we can see cut-off sleeves and weird uh, other attire, grubby attire uh, on the on the coaching sideline. Uh, but in basketball, there's this standard that's been for a long time where it's a shirt and tie, if not full jacket and everything else. It's definitely been loosened uh, the last uh, few years, but um, we still seem to have that standard applied to uh, basketball. But uh, how far is too far in swinging the pendulum to the other side? Um, yeah, yeah. Some some frightening suggestions on our Guild Mortgage text line today. Uh, 2603, skinny jeans that are floods in uh, penny loafers. <laughs> That's the Quinn Snyder look. Uh, how he, he does things. So, yeah. Speaking of the Jazz, they do take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Uh, we'll have pregame at 650 here on uh, the fan with tip off at seven, and uh, these uh, the pecking order of what happens here on the fan. Skyview Sports will will take priority, and then it's uh, the Utah Jazz, and then uh, any other like college or professional games that we might have contracts with, and then just regular programming if if that's all that there is. But Utah Jazz, we will have them tonight here on the fan, and this is an important game. I think for the Jazz that um, they went to Florida and lost two games that really they shouldn't have. Uh, really surprised at how things turned out um, for for Utah in uh, Miami and in Orlando, especially Orlando. Miami, I can get. I mean, that's a tough team, especially at home, playing some really good basketball. Uh, but Orlando that, they had no business losing to Orlando. Um, but they get the Atlanta Hawks coming off of uh, a back-to-back. You know, they they played in Golden State last night. But um, Jazz tonight, uh, I want to see. Uh, they f- they should be favored tonight, but the question is by how many. Uh, Jazz are favored by eight tonight. Uh, the other games tonight, it's a short, uh, it's a limited schedule, I should say, in the NBA because it's a TNT night. Uh, Bucks at 76ers. At uh, 5.30, so tipping off here shortly. And then Trailblazers at the Clippers later on tonight. Um, Trailblazers have not been able to win a game away from home, uh, so that'll be interesting to see how they play. That's a that's another program that's kind of mired in controversy, has nothing to do with basketball. Uh, some allegations with their front office staff, 
Um, and uh, we know what's going on with Phoenix and some problems going on there. 76ers, they've got some drama uh, as well on and off the court. Uh, Embiid in, in uh, COVID protocol, so Bucks are favored by seven tonight, even though the Sixers have a much better record. But um, you know, Andre Drummond came up big in Embiid's absence the other night. I wonder if he'll be able to do that again. But uh, the Jazz do play at seven, and it's just on your typical AT and T Sports Network. If you can, if you have it, I don't. I don't. I have Dish Network. I can't even watch any Jazz games anymore. It's really frustrating. But uh, I can listen to it here on the radio, here on the fan. Uh, more comments uh, from you. I'd love to get your thoughts uh, about coaching attire. If you want to continue to weigh in on that, what you want to see out of Utah State tonight in the home opener, season opener against UC Davis with a really good opponent coming up later on this week as they take on Richmond out in Annapolis, Maryland. Um, so what what does Utah State need to be doing to prepare themselves for that big one coming up uh, in just a few days? Uh, also, the big NFL weekend, we can recap that. And uh, uh, the college football playoff rankings uh, coming out uh, this uh, next hour. So we'll be getting into the, those rankings as well. And uh, Finney Mountain West Conference uh, teams still make the top 25 in that poll. All that's coming up. All that's ahead here on the Full Court Press. Love to hear from you on our Guild Mortgage text line as well. 435-339-0321. Residents in the southern part of Cache Valley may notice areas of smoke today as fire crews are clearing dead timber in southern Cache County. The smoke will be coming from prescribed burns taking place in Green Canyon, east of Paradise, and near Ant Flat Road. Cache County Fire Marshal Jason Wynn said state fire personnel are burning several slash piles in the area. The fire should not prohibit any closures. Wynn said the smoke may be visible in the southern part of Cache Valley while the prescribed burns take place. Firefighters will be on site through the entire operation, and residents don't need to contact 911. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our train pros service your vehicle. Valvoline and Snow Oil Change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, it helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. 
Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. On Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, the AFC West leading Los Angeles Chargers host the Minnesota Vikings. Hi, this is Mike Morgan. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the exciting action after a hard-fought victory on the road. Justin Herbert and the Chargers look to make it back-to-back victories. But Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are hungry to bounce back after an overtime loss. If it's the NFL, it is right here. Sunday afternoon at 1.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Utah State women's basketball taking on Westminster as part of a doubleheader tonight up in the spectrum. And uh, looks like it's close one. USU up by one. No, sorry, trailing by one. 21-20 after the first quarter. Uh, why aren't we into quarters yet for men's basketball? I thought by now we'd be into quarters. We've been doing it for women's basketball for several years. I thought for sure we were heading in that direction. It was going to be adopted in the men's game. I mean, as a kid, you're playing in quarters. High school, you're playing in quarters. In the NBA, you're playing in quarters. But college basketball, no, we got to do our own thing. We got to be different. Let's do halves. I don't like it. Never have liked it. Uh, by the way, a couple texts that have come through on our Guild Morgan's text line, 435-339-0321, uh, 6891. If anyone cares, there are three college football games today. Yes, thank you. Uh, and potentially, potentially some future USU opponents. Now, looking at these bowl projections, that there are, now I didn't go as deep today as I did last week. But before I tell you who's playing today, just a quick snapshot of some bull projections from some notable publications. ESPN, uh, Schleybach has USU versus UTEP in the Frisco Bowl. Uh, Bonagura has USU versus Northern Illinois in the Arizona Bowl. Uh, CBS Sports' Jerry Palm, he's got USU versus Northern Illinois also in the Arizona Bowl. Uh, Brett McMurphy of Action Network has USU versus Appalachian State in the Armed Forces Bowl. And uh, Stuart Mandel of The Athletic has USU versus Central Michigan in the Arizona Bowl. Now, none of those teams are playing, actually, tonight. But they are from that conference. Uh, Buffalo is at Miami. Akron is at Western Michigan. And coming up next hour on ESPN2, Ohio is at Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan is already bowl eligible. Western Michigan is trying to get there one more win, and they will be bowl eligible. Both Buffalo and Miami are two games away from getting to bowl eligibility. So, thank you for the reminder. If folks are wanting some college football, you do have that option tonight. Uh, 1570. I am pretty opti- uh, optimistic about the Jazz, though. They 
really haven't played to their potential and they haven't shot the three as well as they can, aren't fully healthy either, and resting Conley as much as they can. Jazz will not get the number one seed, but they will be healthier this year in the playoffs. Uh, That's a good point. They have not played to their fullest. They've not been shooting the ball as well as they did last year. Jordan Clarkson has been in a funk, although I think he's kind of broken out of that. Um, Rudy Gay is not available yet, and when he becomes available, that'll be interesting how that affects rotations. Uh, Jazz did send Jared Butler to the Stars for assignment, um, I, I like how Quinn Snyder was giving him opportunities in games to play with the starters and, and play with meaningful players in, in meaningful game time instead of at the end of, of blowouts, which doesn't really serve anybody that particularly well. Um, but he was only getting two or three minutes a game. So um, I, I, I can't fault them for sending him to the stars to get more playing time. Um and to continue to run and learn the jazz system because it's exactly the same with the Salt Lake City Stars as what the Utah Jazz are trying to implement. Granted, you don't have Quinn Snyder there calling plays and adjusting things, but it's uh, allegedly what uh, what he and his coaching staff want done to prepare their players. Uh, um, Udoka, as a bouquet, he's down there playing there too, getting some quality minutes. By the way, um, speaking of the G League, uh, Namish Keta is playing in the G League for uh, the Kings and uh, seeing some really good things about him. He's having some great performances uh, for them. So hopefully that translates into future opportunities to play with the the Kings in the uh, in the NBA. Because look, this this Kings team is actually surprisingly pretty scrappy, pretty good. You look at the standings right now, and Sacramento. Is um, they're right there in it. I mean, uh, they are five and six. Uh, they're just if the playoffs started today, they'd actually be just on the outside looking in. But they're right there, real close. Uh, Lakers won, so they moved to six and five ahead of Portland, who's five and five, who's ahead of Sacramento at five and six. Jazz currently in second place, tied with the uh, Mavericks at uh, both seven and three. So. Uh, Jazz tonight favored by eight. Um, I, I think that'll be they'll be happy to be home after this uh, road trip that they've had. Always play better at home, and uh, we'll see. Uh, Trey Young's a good player. Clint Capella, he's solid. Um, you know, the other night, Trey Young had twenty eight points and nine assists. Bogdan Bogdanovich, um, he had he poured in seventeen. John Collins, nineteen points and six boards. Clint Capella always guards Rudy Gobert really well, and that's an interesting battle between those two. But I think that the the Jazz take care of business, try to get that salty taste out of their mouth after those two losses uh, against Miami and against Orlando. Uh, getting back to Utah State basketball, uh, they are favored tonight by 11.5. And, and it kind of a, I don't know, a, a light schedule for the Mountain West in, in the uh, openers tonight. Uh, Utah Valley's at Boise State. That may be one of the more interesting matchups, I guess. Oral Roberts is at Colorado State. UC Riverside at San Diego State. Eastern Washington is at Nevada. And Fresno State hosting Fresno Pacific. Um, All of these Mountain West teams are favored by double digits in these games. Uh, Utah State by 11.5. Boise by 14.5. 
Colorado State by 12. San Diego State by 12 and a half. Nevada by 21. So, should be a pretty good night for the Mountain West Conference. Uh, but look, Coach Ryan Odom is not taking his opponent lightly, as he should. But it's also a big moment for him and for his coaching staff. And this is the first official game for them in the spectrum on an Aggie sideline, as a Utah State Aggie sideline. We're extremely excited about you know starting our season here at home. Uh, the guys are fired up to get out on the court, uh, getting a little bit of a taste of it for the exhibition game against Montana Western. Uh, was was fun to be in the, in the environment here that the Spectrum creates. It is created by our fans, so it'll be the first you know opportunity for uh, you know our staff to experience it in a real game, and uh, certainly for some of the other players on the team that haven't been a part of the team in previous years, you know they're they're really excited. Uh, later in his uh, media availability yesterday, he <laughs> was asked about it again and continued to elaborate on that first official game in the spectrum, the game that will go down in the record books that means something. Tonight's that first one. And uh, his thoughts about that and, and his coaching staff and, and team getting ready for the uh, season and home opener. I feel great about it. I'm really excited about it. I mean, walking down that tunnel for an exhibition game and there's 6,500 in here, that's a little bit different atmosphere. So... Like for me as a coach, you know, um, all coaches dream of coaching in environments like this. Players dream of playing in environments like this. And so we've got to protect it. You know, it's a, it's a standard has been set here, and we've got to make sure we're doing our part to protect it. And I, it's actually, I talked to the herd about that last week. They've created something so special, and they've got a job to do to pass it down to the next, you know, group because they'll graduate and move on. and. You know, they've got to protect that standard that they've set, too, which is pretty neat. I think that's awesome that the head coach is uh, meeting individually with the, the, the student section at, that particularly makes a huge impact on games for Utah State and has historically, will they have that same impact in this new era? Uh, I think they certainly have that potential. We started to see that coming back, that excitement, that electric student section and great home court advantage returning for USU uh, after some rough years of, of basketball and, and COVID had a you know nasty effect on that. So uh, hopefully you bring the juice as uh, we, we commonly hear coaches and players talk about um, <laughs> make it make that a great home court advantage for the Utah State Aggies as they take on a, a scrappy UC Davis team. Um, and, and look, this is a, a team that's got some experience, especially we've heard a lot about the guards for UC Davis. But you know, Coach Odom also expecting a lot out of his big guys. Uh, looks like Trevin Dorius will be available. Uh, we saw what Brandon Horvath can do for the Aggies in the exhibition game. But uh, Shimon Zapala also can play an important role for USU. That's one of my biggest questions about you know what's that uh, center position going to look like, especially the the depth and how it gets used under this new coaching staff. And so uh, Ryan Odom kind of shed some light on that and what he expects uh, from uh, from his big men. They were able to stick out, and that's a really good philosophy. When you when you can guard the three and still guard the rim, you know, without overexposing yourself. I mean, that's a really good way of playing defense, especially in today's game. 
Um, and I think that's that's an area where certainly Trevin and Shimon can impact the game for us. And maybe they're not Nimi right away, you know, from a, a, a defensive standpoint. There's not many of them. There was only one last year. That's why he was the player of the year. And so we, we're not asking him to be the defensive player of the year, but what we are asking him to do is is guard that rim when guys come down there. And Trevin certainly is going to have the ability to do that. You know, he had two months off, though. It is and and so, yeah, he's going to get out there tomorrow some, but we'll see how much. And, uh, you know, he's trying to work his way back in, into shape and into, you know, from a basketball standpoint, you know, we've been – adding a lot of things that he's missed and so there's a catch-up period and you know how it is when you take two two months off it's not easy and especially for big guys guards sometimes it just you know they get right back in there and they're ready to go bigs you know it takes a little bit more seasoning and um he'll get there though we have no doubt he was playing lights out over the summer and so we just got to get him back to that point without pressuring him. Uh, that's really encouraging to hear honestly from me uh the the how Dorius was doing in the summer before he had his injury uh has been making good progress we could see him tonight probably in a limited capacity but still good to be able to see him come out there and uh, try to make an impact in the game and uh start to get his legs underneath him um so that that that's encouraging to me uh like to see that and that question really kind of opened up with how uh, I guess I didn't really set it up quite as properly as I needed to, but the question was about um, the lead into that question or the, that answer, I should say, was about how they had Nimi. These guards had Nimi behind them, so they could stay out on the perimeter, and if somebody got past them, they wouldn't have to freak out because they knew they had somebody guarding the rim that could challenge them. Will they have that same comfort level? Uh, this year, and so that's kind of what set the stage for that response. Uh, and certainly, I mean, Utah State doesn't have someone on their roster right now that can do what Nimi did. Uh, you're not going to have a great shot blocker, a shot changer, uh, like you had the last several years. But can they do a decent enough job of holding their own in the paint? Can they adjust shots with their length and limit points in the paint? Tonight, probably not that big of a deal, uh, but there will be games on the schedule where that will be a huge part of how the game is won and lost. Um, so we'll get our first taste of it tonight. Um, and part of that, too, is uh, how they do defensively against these aggressive guards. And uh, basically, Odom describes it as five to the ball. It, it, it's not just on one person. Uh, it, it, to play defense. It's not uh, just one-on-one matchups all day. It's about how they do as a team and what he describes as five to the ball. Every night that we, we step up, you know, or, and play another opponent, I mean, it's going to be tough. And, you know, these two guys are experienced, um, and they're not the only two that they have. They have others that have experience as well. Um, but it's, it's all – our philosophy is five against the ball. So it's never on one guy. All right, well, you didn't stop him. No, we didn't stop him. And so positioning is really important, you know, for us. And so, we'll, you know, I'm, I'm confident in our guys. They'll be ready to play. Again, tip off at 730. If you can't get there in person, we certainly encourage you to be there in person. But if you can't, you can watch the game on the Mountain West Network, and that will be available online. But uh, pregame coverage on our sister station starting in less than an hour with Al Lewis and Jalen Moore at 630. 
Tip-off will be at 7.30. And then as soon as the game is done, uh, turn your radio on, fire up the mobile app, uh, and, uh, and stream it, and listen to Al Lewis, Jalen Moore, and John Russell break it down as to uh, how the things went in the Utah State home opener. Again, Utah State is favored by 11 and a half. Um, one other thing that Coach Odom talked about, and we've had some question about some mysterious player on the roster who no one's been able to identify, um, but uh, Coach Odom does have a son on the roster. Now, he is a transfer, so he's not eligible to play this year, um, but um, he did talk a little bit about what that's like having his, his son there on the roster and, and uh, with his team. Oh, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, you know, he's, uh, I was actually talking to the folks at the luncheon about that. Somebody asked a similar question, and I think it's good for both of us to see each, see each other, you know, each day. And for him to not only be coached by me, but also these, the other coaches that know him, know, know him so well and have known him since he was a little guy. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's fun for us to have him around, you know, each day and watch him interact with our players. So great stuff there from Coach Odom uh, as uh, Utah State gets ready for their home opener and season opener tonight against UC Davis. Uh, Love to get your thoughts about uh, who you're going to be paying close attention to tonight. Is there a new player? Is there a returning player that you'll be paying close attention to to see how they do in this new system? Um, Is it the coaching attire on the sidelines? Um, So, yeah, I don't know. by the way, um, there was a, a text. I'm just realizing I did not uh, mention. Um, here, this is from 1570. Sorry, I missed this earlier. Uh, the Bill Belichick cutoff hoodie makes him look like a homeless person. I'm not saying he needs a suit and tie, but a cutoff hoodie is a little much. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think he, I think he does that just to because it bothers people. To be honest, I, I don't. It's just my hunch about Bill Belichick. Uh, so, but how will Ryan Odom, how will he and his staff look tonight? Uh, don't know. By the way, the other thing going on tonight, Utah Jazz taking on the Atlanta Hawks. We'll have that here on the fan pregame at 6.50, tip off at 7 o'clock. All right, some more coming up on the Full Court Press. Uh, recapping the weekend that was in the NFL and uh, really exciting game last night. Look, Ben Roethlisberger, let, did a great job. Uh, what was it? His uh, I have to go back and find it. I think it was his fiftieth uh, game-winning drive, and uh, now he's top ten all time in being able to do that in the NFL. Pretty incredible. Uh, the Steelers had that game, all but gave it away. But still found a way to to pull it off and then secure the win. Uh, but there, the game didn't come without controversy, though. There was you know, taunting. Uh, is there a similar standard applied to both quarterbacks about what is roughing the passer and what isn't? One's a veteran, one isn't. Um, do the veteran players get a little bit more leeway than others? Uh, a fumble uh, and that should have been called down but wasn't. So, anyway, some really interesting, strange things the way that played out uh, last night. But we'll recap the, the current standings throughout the NFL coming up next here on the Full Court Press.
In this competitive job market, TTM Technologies is proud to be leading the way by increasing their starting wages to $17 to $20.90 per hour depending on position and shift, plus a $2,000 retention bonus after 180 days of employment. That's right, a $2,000 bonus. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions for day, swing, overnight, and weekend shifts. Open positions include controller, wastewater treatment engineer, director of maintenance, production associates, machine operators, maintenance technicians, and cam operators. Operators. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to learn more about our open positions. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. After six months of employment, you are eligible for tuition reimbursement for full and part-time employees. You are also eligible immediately for health insurance, 401k, paid life and short-term disability insurance, plus quarterly and annual bonuses, and much more. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to apply. TTM Technologies is an equal opportunity employer. The Logan Holiday Gift Show at the Riverwoods Conference Center is Friday and Saturday, November 12th and 13th. The perfect place to kick off your holiday shopping. Your entire family will love the hundreds of ideas and wonderful treats. Clothing, books, jewelry, purses, home and holiday decor, baby items, and so much more. Don't miss Logan's premier holiday gift show. The Logan Holiday Gift Show. Friday and Saturday, November 12th and 13th at the Riverwoods Conference Center. Start your holiday shopping off right. Don't miss it. Not sure what to give for a holiday gift? How about a gift card to Beehive Pub and Grill? Receive a free gelato with a $25 gift card purchase or a free burger or sandwich of your choice with a $50 gift card purchase. Your friends will love you even more when they receive their Beehive gift card. Corporate promotions are also available. Open 11 to 9 weekdays and 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Beehive Pub and Grill is perfect for the holidays. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. This is Jarek from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Everyone knows us as an engagement ring store, but not everyone knows about everything else we do. Custom design, our in-house laser jewelry repair. We offer fashion jewelry, charm bracelets, necklaces, earrings, birthstone jewelry, watches. We love people to just look and make a wish list. Stop in and say hi. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Hey, this is Grace Gostad. I'm a singer-songwriter, and like many, I've been traumatized by years of bullying. You're ugly. You're stupid. You're gay. You're worthless. Bullying causes real harm and can result in severe long-term depression, anxiety, addiction, and even self-harm. I created the Black Box Project for anyone who has ever felt different for any reason. Go to theblackboxproject.org to help you take the first step to healing. You are not alone. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. There's several winning streaks going on in the NFL, multi-game winning streaks. Probably the hottest team uh, right now in the NFL is the Pittsburgh Steelers after a rough start to the season. They've now won four in a row. Dramatic win last night over the, uh, the Chicago Bears. Didn't come without some controversy. There there was some questionable calls, some questionable reviews. What is taunting? What isn't? Should that be called or not? Um, like, I... I don't know. I, I I struggle with the taunting controversy. 
Because on one hand, I mean, let let somebody celebrate making a big play. That's part of the fun of the game. Um, but at the same time, I mean, let's let's be professional about it. Uh, but look, these are grown men. It's not like they're young, impressionable teenagers with you know questionable self opinions uh, that they already know they get made a bad play or somebody blew them up let let the other guy celebrate um but there is kind of a line i get that cuz you could incite something if you take it too far and we don't want that but i don't mind the trash talking i don't mind the celebrating uh, why do we have to be so soft um, so, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, but the, in the NFL, certainly the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now, they've won four in a row. Um, the Titans have won five in a row and continue to do so, uh, despite you know, some of the injuries that they've had on their roster, continue to overcome those and, uh, playing very well on top of the AFC South. And frankly, right now, the, the best team in the AFC, um, right there with Baltimore. I mean, Tennessee's seven and two. Baltimore is six and two. So give Tennessee a slight edge. Um, Buffalo slipping a little bit, but uh, Josh Allen still kind of leading a lot of um, online discussion about the the top MVP candidate at this point, especially with Derrick Henry not available anymore, uh, eliminates him from possibility uh, in the NFC. A surprising loss by the Cowboys. Inexplicably get blown up by the Broncos. Uh, And so they kind of lose one of their uh, top positions. I mean, they're still on top of the NFC East and very comfortable lead there in their division. But uh, had an opportunity to be one of the top teams in all of the NFL until that that, uh, missed up. Uh, Green Bay losing to to, uh, uh, Kansas City. Did knock them a little bit, but they're still seven and two on the year. Tampa they lost over the weekend, uh, and uh, Arizona, despite not having a lot of their key guys, still finding ways to win. So how is Cliff Kingsbury not the top person for consideration as coach of the year? Um, so kind of a wild weekend and some of the outcomes um, with uh, how things went. Browns no Odell Beckham, great. We can be free of that distraction, and they went out and just balled out against the Bengals, forty-one to sixteen. Odell Beckham now is officially released and is a free agent for the first time in his career. Um, so there were several different surprises. The Falcons over the Saints. Um, Matt Ryan had a, a, a you know big uh, big game, three hundred forty-three yards, two TDs. And they win that game, twenty-seven to twenty-five, and uh, a big deep uh, completion near the end of the game helped secure that win. Um, Raiders, more distraction there with that franchise. What a month it's been for them. Uh, dismissed coach, wide receiver, uh, going way too fast, hit somebody and kills them. Uh, somebody else on the team seen waving a gun in a video, and he's dismissed. So, quite a quite a week for the Raiders. Patriots quietly out there getting their stuff together and playing some good football. They've won three in a row. Uh, Jaguars over the Bills, as we already mentioned, big defensive game there. Say what you want about 
um, what's been going on with the, the quarterback situation and Urban Meyer and that offense. That defense has been solid for Jacksonville all year, and certainly uh, it was the other Josh Allen that had a tremendous game for the Jaguars uh, over the weekend. So uh, pretty fun to see how it's all playing out um, so far, and uh, still a, a lot of football to be played, but excited to see where things are. It, it's been a fun NFL season, and I think some of these primetime games – have really uh, not really let us down. I mean, the Thursday night games have been kind of hit and miss. We've had some great ones and we've had some snoozers. Uh, Sunday night games have been pretty exciting and we've had some tremendous Monday nights uh, as well. Another quick timeout here in the full court press before some final thoughts as we send it off to get ready for the Utah Jazz and the Utah State Aggies later tonight. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. Winter is the perfect time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence help you with venom testing for next spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurance, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880. That's 7- 753-7880. The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and fancy key bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex Razors and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. If you're thinking about getting engaged this holiday season, S.E. Needham Jewelers is the place to shop for your diamond engagement ring. S.E. Needham's has the largest selection of wedding rings in the area, including hundreds of styles in platinum, white gold, and yellow gold. We import diamonds direct from Antwerp, Belgium, which enables us to guarantee the best price on diamonds. We also offer the most complete warranty and services of any store in the state. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, before we go to uh, basketball, one last thing about football. Uh, Cal and USC were supposed to face each other this weekend, but a bit of a COVID outbreak in the Cal Bears, and so that game has been rescheduled for December 4th. And, look, isn't that pretty phenomenal that we've gone this deep into the season and this is the first game really uh, affected by COVID protocols? So hats off to uh, so many programs around the country and uh, taking care of business and managing that well um, and uh, that – that fans have been able to go to games. These games have been able to take place. And this is uh, really the first game affected like this that we've seen this year after several were affected a year ago. So uh, USC and Cal rescheduled for December 4th. Uh, another note of football, the College Football Playoff Committee uh, reveals their top 25 uh, rankings for this week. Coming up at about uh, 7 o'clock, that will be shown on ESPN. Look, um, I'm, I don't think that Cincinnati did anything to convince the, the committee that they deserve to be a top-four team just yet. 
But did does uh, did Alabama? Did they do the same? I mean, they struggled against LSU. I, I don't know how you keep them in the top four, considering how some of these other teams are playing. So that'll be interesting to see what comes out of that uh, coming up here just about an hour uh, from now. Uh, Fresno State will not be there uh, after losing to Boise State, but San Diego State should be. And what will be interesting to see is how high they move and uh, how high up they go, and with along with any other group of five teams under consideration. So that's coming up um, within about an hour on ESPN. So Utah Jazz pregame here on the fan at 6.50, tip-off at 7, and then the KVNU game day coverage, Utah State-UC Davis, starting at 6.30.